Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Welcome back to Talkville, everyone. Thanks for joining us again. If this is your first time and you, you came in the middle of season two, well... Yeah, you're going to fit in. You're going to figure it out. You're going to figure out what we're doing here. We got Tom Welling via uh, California somewhere. I can't tell you where, but it's somewhere in California. That narrows it down. We got Ryan mm-hmm. Taylor. We have snow. Mm-hmm. We have snow. That's you for sure. You do have snow. Whoa. So figure that out. Where is he? He's got to be somewhere a little north. Or east. Ah, yeah. Uh, so what we do here is we go through every episode, good or bad. Last week wasn't a great one, but before that, we had two great ones. We we rewatch everyone. We talk about it. We go over it. Ryan has favorite scenes that we try to guess. Tom's got the last, I think, three of four. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't been going well for me. Um, I think I was a little cranky last episode. Did you feel that? <laughs> a little crankosaurus? It's, a, it's the first time that I left and I go, I kind of felt like I was a dick maybe last show. Last show. <laughs> Last show. No, I just felt like I was like, I was, I, it was too much negative. I was trying to, you got to, you know, accentuate the, ac- accentuate the positive, eliminate the, negative. the negatives. Classic wartime tune. Well, you started the last podcast with, all right, Tom's going to start interrupting me now. And I was like, <laughs> oh, all and right. And you did. And you did. Okay. At Talkville Podcast on Facebook, if you want to follow us, at Talkville podcast on instagram youtube and tiktok and at talkville pod on the twitter make sure you subscribe it really helps if you're liking this podcast look i'll I'll just say if you like something and you want it to keep going then do a few simple things one just keep watching two subscribe and follow us that really helps write a review is huge and if you really really want to help keep this podcast going you can go to uh patreon.com slash talkville and um become a patron and get back to the to the uh, podcast we give shout outs at the end of every episode um there's there's tons of different stuff you get we get uh smallville or talkville after dark we do a little segment every month meet tom and i and uh, there's a lot of other cool stuff and also you might want to check out the talkville podcast website talkvillepodcast.com you can get cool artwork original autographed stuff from me and tom tons of i I, you know tom i see people wearing all that stuff at the cons like the talkville shirts and the hats and uh sweatshirts you got your talkville hat oh yeah dog yeah and i like it i like seeing people support the podcast and uh and uh, we appreciate that and uh, anyway you can go to YouTube, Talkville Podcast, or on on the handles, and check out what's going on. All the information is down in the show's description. And without further ado, let's just, let's climb into it. Um, Let's get into season two, episode 10. This is Skinwalker. Skinwalker, November 26, 2002. Director Marita Grabiak. Writers Brian Peterson and Kelly Souders, who would go on to run the show. Patrick Cassidy's back as Henry Small. Tamara Feldman as Kyla Willowbrook. Gordon Tutusis as Joseph Willowbrook. 
Synopsis, Clark accidentally stumbles into a cave full of hidden treasures, including cave drawings that could hold the key to his identity and a girl who may be his soulmate. Lex gets enlisted for help from Clark to help preserve the cave and its mysteries before Lionel demolishes it during his new construction project. Kathleen? Huh. Well, you know. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Um, you want me to go first? Yeah, I do. I, I like this episode. I thought um, it wasn't the most dynamic shot um, thing we've ever done, except for the big explosion, which I thought was cool. And I thought all the, the cast was good and a lot of sort of little intricacies that, I don't know, kind of added up, maybe not. I really like the Lex Lionel stuff. I like the way that played. And um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's worth watching. And it has the worst set we ever had to work in. The caves were the worst. So That was really, um, we'll I, get found, to that. I found old videos of me in the caves. Not happy. I should <laughs> post it. It's me, me in the caves. Like, We've got another day in the caves. I can't breathe. The smoke, the dust, the, the, it was a lie. It was, I, we, I, we, I remember one time cause we were still shooting film and film is expensive. And I remember, I don't know if it was you or me, but we got, it got to the point where we were like, roll the cameras and then I'll walk into the cave and start the scene. And they're like, well, we, we can't do that because you'd go into the cave and you couldn't breathe. It was hot. It was oh, humid. You couldn't breathe. There was all this stuff coming off the, the wood chips that were there. It was, and then say cut and all the actors would just sprint out the side of the cave to get fresh air. It was horrible. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, brief play-by-play. We could chime in anytime. Tom, feel free to interrupt me. <laughs> the episode starts at Luther Corp job site, prepping construction on a new plaza. On the site, Joseph Willowbrook arrives to protest the construction because it's infringing on his people's land. We see this all too many times across the country. The foreman in charge tells him he's trespassing and to get the hell out. Later that night, mm-hmm. as the foreman prepares to leave the site to go home, he's attacked by a ferocious white wolf. In the attack, the foreman shoots off a flare gun, which ignites nearby gas and sends the entire job into sight and into flames. And you know something? It's something that happens in Smallville a lot. A lot of explosions, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Explosions are cool. Yeah. Tom? Explosions are cool. I thought there was a big one. There's a little, after the episode, I realized that the way the wolf notices the gas and kind of looks around. They have to telltale sign right there that it's a human in there. And then you're like, oh, it's called Skinwalkers. Oh, I see. You just don't know who it is. And they make you think it's the chief, obviously. Yes, yes. And just the way the wolf was casually just watching the explosion, just like... Just like any any kind of Smallville, uh, yeah. Not I don't know what I say. It wasn't a villain, really, but yeah, yeah. Watching what he had done. The next day, Clark and Pete are tearing it up, riding bikes through the forest. After hitting a couple of jumps, Clark veers off a different <sighs> path and ends up falling through the floor of the woods and into a cave <laughs> system below. You must have loved that. Now I didn't mind. You know what bothered me? I mean, it was just so silly. Is I saw your double like three times on that bike. <laughs> it was like it was too long of a shot. I'm like, oh my god, why are they holding on his double? It's his face. I see the double's face. I remember Chris and the, and the others think I loved that so much because Chris used to like compete in motocross, so he knew how to do everything. And it was like he was so happy they were going to do a scene where he, to him they could just rip around and stuff. But yeah, I mean, he did all that actual riding for sure. Yeah, we never knew that Pete and and, and Clark could ride bikes like that. But you guys were just tearing it up in that woods, <laughs> jumping through shit. I was like, good lord! But then you fall through into this cave system. And we meet Kayla Willowbrook, beautiful uh, Native American woman 
who's doing research in the caves, hears the fall and goes to help Clark. Clark mistakes her for Lana, and she's shocked to find out that Clark is unscathed from the 100-foot drop after ripping open his shirt. Almost love at first sight. As Pete yells from above to check on his friend, killing the moment between Clark and Kyla, she finds some cave drawings on the walls depicting the legend of Naaman. So she that's notes that she just found him yeah, that one th- time. That has got to be the most asinine thing I have ever seen. We, she we've been just happened for these for 500 years. You they've been looking for these drawings for 500,000 whatever years and Tom falls through. She arrives immediately to greet him and then I she just it was Pete. and then she just <laughs> notices all this shit going, "Oh my god, look what look what I found." What? What are you talking about? We need another tally on this podcast for the number of times you say asinine. <laughs> it is asinine. <laughs> who are the ad wizards who came up with this one? The drawings <laughs> are that she and her grandfather have been searching for for years. Not only this, but one of the walls has an octagonal disc engraving. She explains the Naman prophecy of falling from the skies and fire, having the strength of 10 men and starting fire with his eyes. So... So we're thinking, did anybody else start thinking, so someone from Krypton has been here before, left, mm, and yeah. that's how Jor-El knew where Earth was and where to send Clark. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we have to believe that that's the, Yeah, I happening. feel like there was some kind of correlation, right? There was yeah. some kind of connection there. So I, I kind of bought into that, and maybe it was meant to be that he was supposed to find these caves. To, I was suspending a lot of disbelief. But her walking in where she already was and just noted, oh my gosh, it's like me walking in my podcast room and go, oh my gosh, I didn't know I had a Jaws poster up there. <laughs> I knew I had everything else, but I just didn't notice it. But haven't you been in this room a million times? Yeah. That's so weird. Check it out. Damn, who's that? Clark goes home to share his story with Jonathan, who doesn't see the correlation. Clark then pulls out a silver rectangle that Jonathan removed from the ship some time ago, saying that the same symbols are on it, are on the cave walls. And again, against his father's wishes, Clark invites the Willowbrooks to dinner. I like the way that I like the way that scene ended because Jonathan sees the correlation. He just wants to protect Clark, and he's you know let's let's maybe not get into it. And uh, you know he says Clark, you know you got to be careful. We don't know these people. And Clark's like, yeah, that's why I invited him to dinner. And then he just leaves. Jonathan's <laughs> like, oh, that was funny. Joseph tells stories of the Kawachi people and more about Naman. Clark shares that his mother works with Lionel and pushes Martha to speak to Lionel so that his new project, the new project, doesn't destroy the caves later that night up in the loft clark and kyla taught more about the kawachi legends they look at the stars and before clark can lay one on her mm. lana shows up well and before clark knows what's happening his hands his hands being held mm. i mean that that became quite intimate pretty quick yeah Clark tries to convince Lana to get Henry Small involved to save the caves. Why is that? What? Because he's like an activist. Have we we established that? Yeah. When did we establish that? He, uh, the first time we met him. You mean a couple episodes ago? Yeah. For like a minute? Yeah. And we know that he's- When she goes to confront him as, you know, you you may have, my mom may have cheated on my dad with you and you might be my father. And he's like, uh, I got a family. I can't do this. And he also said, I work and act- I'm an activist. It, it, it's a, somehow it comes up, yeah. It does. It did. Yeah. Okay. If you guys are cool with that, I'm going to move on. <laughs> the next day at Luther Corp, Lionel shares his frustration with the Willowbrooks tampering with his project. Martha symp- sympathizes with him. And before Lionel can seduce another redhead, <laughs> Lex walks into the room to interrupt. Lionel asks Lex to be his business partner, and Lex denies. Nice scene. And by the way, 
Jonathan Glover, John Glover looked really ripped, really in shape, young, youthful. <laughs> um, he looked great. You know, it's it's amazing. He was probably 50. How old is John now? 70 something. Because we'll, we'll see John at conventions and stuff and he'll do things and we'll say something and he'll be like, I'm old, damn it. I can do what I want. <laughs> That's what he says now. Yep. Um, John Glover is 78 years old. So, um, minus 20, 21 years, figure 20 years. So 58, 57, he was 57 there. He looks great. Yeah. As construction continues above ground, Kyla and Clark continue to perform research in the caves. In this scene, we learn more about the legend by seeing a drawing of Sagath, Sagath, brother of Naman, who turns against him and becomes evil. Mm. The shaking from bulldozers above causes Kyle to fall, Kyla, to fall from the wall of the caves. Clark super speeds down to catch her, uses his back to break a boulder from falling down and crushing her. After this, Kyla asks Clark if he can also shoot fire from his eyes. She realizes that Clark is Naman, and the two start going at it. Going at it? Well, making out. Smooching. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? I, I must have. I Honestly, I was trying to watch this show so quickly on my phone to get ready for the podcast. I think I missed that part. No, I, think, I meant, do you remember kissing her? I don't remember kissing her, but um, that's this is why I'm so surprised. But I'm sure it happened. Well, it did happen. We just watched it. Yeah. That day <laughs> at the, the Talon, Lana thanks Henry Small for getting involved in the cave request. Henry then tells Lana that he received DNA results that confirm he is her father. I didn't know that was going to happen. I was kind of shocked. That happened real quick. That happened really fast. Yeah. And it was kind of emotional a little bit. It was like nice to see... You know, Lana going, oh, my gosh, I have a father and I've missed out all this time. However, he still wants to earn that title in her life. Lana is giddy. Something's going to happen to him. He's got to die or something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know something's going to happen. They can't keep him on for the rest of the show. I'm sorry. I am your father and I just found out I'm dying. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us wish we had more time, but time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you could do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Listen, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Talkville today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Talkville. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences 
each day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Martha visits the job site to see if Joseph will sit down with Lionel to come to an agreement. However, he believes Lionel is a wolf in sheep's clothing. They get interrupted by Henry Small, who shows up to tell Joseph that they have a case against Luther Corp. But wait, they get interrupted by the sheriff who arrests Joseph for the murder of the foreman from the opening of the show. Very convenient. Clark visits Lex in his office to try and raise bail money for Joseph, believing he's been framed. Lex is hesitant. Believing Clark is inspired to do this just because of Kyla. The two talk about the idea of destiny before Clark makes one more attempt to convince Lex. Back at the Talon, Lana is helping Clark with the Save the Cave fundraiser. Chloe shows up and the two girls talk about Clark's relationship with Kyla and the letters that Whitney and Lana have been writing each other. However, Whitney has stopped responding to her recent letters. They agree to stop chasing guys who are trying to save the world. What's with guys and their emotions? The closer you get to them, the further away they get. Yeah, seriously, you know. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Did you feel like when Kay- Kayla or Kyla found out about Clark that something would happen to her too? Yeah, I knew that story couldn't last. You know, always, something always happens to guest stars. You know, when Lex gets a girlfriend, some shit's going to go down. She'll fall out of a plane or, <laughs> or you know, and then Clark's going to meet. Yeah, exactly. Some kind know. of contract is only up for one episode. Yeah, we meet Ryan and mm-hmm. Ryan goes away and Clark brings Lex down to the caves and Lex is blown away. Not only is he impressed by the paintings, but he also finds a particular octagonal engraving that piques his interest. This convinces Lex to side with the Save the Cave movement and bail out the suspected murderer, Joseph. That was cool. That was a little suspense. That was, uh, you know, that was getting Lex involved in there. It's adding a little of the suspense and a little bit of, like, Uh the cool Mm -hmm. factor. Ryan likes those scenes because it talks about the future and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 That night at the torch, Chloe is looking into the death of the foreman and learns that the fragments of wolf teeth were found in his bones. She then pieces together that Kyla's family tribe name translates to skinwalkers, a Native American myth that people can transform into animals. Do you think there's more than one or do you think the whole tribe can do it? I'm sure there's more than one. You know, I keep thinking of like, uh, what's that movie? Twilight. Yeah, there's... Uh, yeah. yeah. There's got to be more. At Luther Corp, we see Martha leaving the office to go home as she gets into her car. That same white wolf from before pounces on the hood and barks at her through the windshield. It, you know, go, you know, it could have been so goofy, but she played that fear. She really she scared so well. Oh, man. She was right into it. She got right into it. She's always just so money. Clark arrives home to his father, gives him grief for not being around much lately. They then talk about his relationship with Kyla. Man, you know, Jonathan's always giving people grief for not being around. Martha and Clark. It's like, come on. <laughs> you guys are always leaving me. Good Lord. They then then talk, if, he, if someone asks him to help, he's like, no, no, I got oh, it. I got oh, it. I got it. Go do your thing. And then talk well, about I, men. You know, go, jumping back real quick to the, the last podcast this resonated with me after we talked about it when jonathan you know martha gets the job and jonathan's feeling like he's not getting the attention and i realized that a lot of jonathan's self-esteem is attached to him being able to do things and his his wife 
you know, his, his relationship with his wife. And so when he gets a broken leg and he can't do anything, his wife's not around. That, that was a big part of that episode. I think I missed at, at the beginning, when we did the podcast, but I think that's why he got so upset because he was not useful. And I think that was a big I was, part. I of was it. thinking something like that too. Mm-hmm. I really was thinking about yeah. that. And you, and you said it first. Clark opens up on how Kyla may not being, be being 100% uh, honest with him. Oh, the irony. The next day at Luther Manor, <laughs> Lionel visits Lex angry that he posted bail for Joseph and is supporting those damn tree huggers. Lex responds with an offer to buy out Lionel's position in the project and take it off his hands. Lionel denies his offer, understanding that Lex believes something there is, is valuable enough to acquire. That was a really good scene. It shows you that, you know, yeah, Lex is up to maybe no good. It also, it's a, it's, it's a precursor to later on in the episode when we find out that he's losing it anyway for 30 cents on the dollar. So he gets, he's like, he gets beat twice. Yeah. In the Kent farm, Clark is visited by Kyla wearing a white cardigan. Clark asks her about skinwalkers. Kyla tells him that the stories about mysterious green rocks giving her people similar powers. She then gets mad at Clark for accusing Joseph of being a, a skinwalker or a skywalker. You know what's funny? She didn't like that. It was just so fast. Why do people have to be so... Like, you don't just go, I knew it, and walk out. That's what I felt it was. It could have been like, Clark, really? Is this what's happening? I, I, you know, had a conversation. She just storms out. But, you know, whatever. You know, I'm, I, you know I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Well, it's, and, and it's tough because we found out later Clark is right. So. Yeah, eh, that's true. Back at Luther Manor, Lionel is enjoying a drink by the fireplace when suddenly he hears banging <laughs> and clawing at the door. A while, a white wolf enters the room and comes face to face with Lionel. The wolf cuts his well, face. Well, there were many, many different wolves, it sounded like, howling. Which is why I asked if you think that the old tribe. But yes. And notice that Lionel being blind looked right at the door Mm -hmm. where the sound was coming from. Yeah, that was a little bit weird. But I thought the scene was like, oh, wait a minute, my cane. I liked how they, you know, here's what I did like. I'm going to say what I liked about this scene. I like the fact that Smallville tends to, the show would make things happen really fast a lot of times. It wouldn't kind of just relax for a minute let the characters breathe let the scene just kind of all right let it take have some air you know it was always quick you know you know mtv type editing a lot of times and the moment with uh john glover with lionel just sitting there pouring his drink this big room it built a little bit it was it was i just i liked it i liked it and i was i was like no noticing that i was enjoying just to be able to be like Okay, what's going to happen here? A little suspense. It was suspenseful. I like that. Yeah, there was like some horror moments with the wolves, like with the with the Martha thing in the car, and like they, yeah, they let those like play out, and like they let the tension build. Yeah, I thought the director did a really nice job. Yeah, wolf cuts his face, but before it can injure Lionel more, Clark rushes in to stop the attack. I don't know why he was there. I don't know how Clark knows yeah. to go there. Yeah, why? Why at is, all? It was, that was incredibly. Fun. I was like, the, in fact, I thought to myself while the scene was happening, right before you come in, I was like, well, who could save the day here? It's got to be someone else because Clark doesn't know to be here. Why would Clark show up at like eleven thirty at night? Did they it, cut a scene with him and Lex? Maybe. I don't know. You were there. I'm asking you. Maybe. Out of nowhere for the first time this series, Luther Security rushes in, rifle in hand, and scares off the wolf. No, they were the cops. Where's Lex? Is he just does he take did he take another Ambien? <laughs> and why is Lionel in Lex's office? I guess he's still sticking. I don't know what the hell. Uh, there must have been a scene where it's like, we gotta go talk to my dad, Clark. And, he, and Clark's like, I'll meet you there. And Lex is like, where'd he go? 
We didn't, and then Lex calls the police. Like I think my dad's in trouble. Let's let's say that all those things happen. The wolf jumps through a window to make an escape, badly cutting itself in the process. Clark rushes to the woods to track down the wolf, believing it to be Joseph. Sadly, we see the wolf transition back into its human form, Kyla. Clark rushes to her aid, but it's too late. Kyla dies. I'm pretty sure we shot that indoors. That whole that whole. I think they I think they created an indoor wooden thing. And I remember thinking, like, wow, this is very creative. Because hmm. if you notice, you can't see our breath or anything. The next day, Lionel shows up to check on the project, and we find Clark holding up the crew. Even though Clark saved Lionel, Lionel's frustrated that he's still preventing work from being done. Martha tells Lionel that her son is more important than this project and goes to join Clark in protest. I like that Martha like says, it. that's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. That was, um, she's brave, and she's like, I'm. Th- this is how I roll. And I think Lionel's sort of impressed because it's like nobody talks to him like that. Nobody yeah, they give him what he wants. And usually you want something you can't get, right? A lot of times you're like, hmm. Well, also earlier, I don't think we talked about it. Lionel has the scene with Martha where he t- says that sometimes he thinks he's talking to his his wife mm-hmm. be- because of her, her, bla- her honesty and stuff like that. So I thought that was hey, cool. Hey, it's Al. Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Mr. Rosenbaum, how are you? Do you think Miles he's gets upset left. that we don't call him? Could we call him too? Well, he's he's in London right now, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did. I was like, I don't want, I don't want him to feel left out. Ask him what the sequel to Wednesday is going to be. Is the sequel to Wednesday next season going to be Thursday? <laughs> you, you, you've cracked the code exactly. Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> then Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and I, oh man, um, look. So we're in the episode um, Skinwalkers. Oh, right. And none of us hated it by any means. Tom actually liked it. Um, I liked a lot of things about it. Um, There were certain moments of, you know, things that were just incredulous that I was like, you know, but, you know, you let those slide. But ultimately, what were you going after in terms of like with the octagonal disc? uh, So so what season two was 
and it, and we and we'll get you know you'll you'll get to it as you get into Rosetta and the end of the season. It is the adopted child starting to look into his birth parents, right, and his origins. And what we wanted to establish, what we'll get to, is that Kryptonians visited Earth before. And that these caves, you know, they're they're because obviously there's a lot of Kryptonian symbols and things like that. That's so what we the, said. Yeah. OK, we said that. Yeah. So so the caves were really the first step to, oh, they've they've you know, they've been here before. And maybe the fact that Clark ended up in Smallville wasn't completely happenstance. Do you know what I mean? So right. It's like something something that happens, which I think we actually get to in a later season. Um, there's an episode where. I, Tom, you you might remember where like I think it's like young Jarrell visits uh, Smallville and yeah maybe Jonathan's. So I, I remember there was an episode where we kind of we tried to tie it to to that. So the Clark was sent. Clark's being sent to Smallville wasn't by accident. So, but but this was really about in a show where we were, and you have to remember back in those days. Remember the com- comic books and and mythology were kind of dirty words. Nobody was. You know, so we were trying to really introduce that aspect to the show, which was Clark's Kryptonian heritage and what would that what would that look like and were and Kryptonians had visited Earth before. So he wasn't just randomly shot out into space and crashed there. Let me ask you, did the wolf attack in Lionel's office did did was there any hint at you wanting the audience to think, wait a minute, is he not blind? There, there was we, we we tried to play with that the whole season, which was and 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 I think you you brought it up in the episode where Pete uh, where he sees he um he sees a spaceship where yes um, I, I think it was Joe Joe Morton yep. showed showed him the spaceship and and what we always wanted to play with with Lionel it's always a thing of he's blind but is he you know so it's just. It's something that we wanted to play with to keep the audience guessing, and it, it kept it keeps me guessing as we're rewatching it. It, it. I keep wondering. It's that's sort of like my thing. That's really what we were what we were going for there. Gotcha. And do you think uh, Kyla could have been more of a valuable asset to the storyline if she stayed alive? I mean, was there any thought of that? I, I don't think. I don't think we would have killed her in the episode. I think we would have kept her at least. I, she could have done an arc. Because I think there's probably more to happen. And to be honest, I thought um, that that she and Tom had good chemistry. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things in hindsight where I'm like, oh, we could have kept Kyla around and she could have had more. A job at the Talon. If you're doing it today, you totally would have done that as opposed to thinking of these things episode by episode in some respects. You know, so I, I think, yeah, I think in hindsight, we would have we would have kept her alive and she probably could have, you know, had, had an arc. In, in that season. How, I don't think she would have lasted beyond the season, but I think she could have lasted. Sorry, Tom, I hear you. But I Yeah, Tom, you got to wait till no, he's done okay. talking because he, he can't hear you interrupt. Like, you, I hear you interrupt me. <laughs> go ahead, Tom. How did how did Clark know to go to Lionel's office to break up the, the wolf attack? Dude, I, I, I'm just going to remind you. <laughs> he doesn't that remember. That episode was written in 2001 or 2002. <laughs> do, do you remember having any uh, problems with the episode? Was it a difficult one to sort of navigate through write and shoot i think i think the 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 thing was because we were introducing the caves and i remember and i didn't think i realized this till went up there was like that cave set which i know became the fortress of solitude set was it was in this very 
like long thin soundstage like i'm when i when you see it on screen it doesn't read that but it was like wow it was super claustrophobic yeah here's what, here's what it was i don't think we built that set to play as the, i didn't think we, we were going to use it as much as we ended up using it so i think it's again it's like the hospital set it's a set that it kind of got better as it went but it you know it's because you know it's a set that we ended up using until season four right when when the fortress came along so um I, I don't. I don't think we we really long term thought we'd be in the caves as much as we ended up being in the caves. Uh-huh. Well, and Lex always had the perfect you know footwear to walk on those wood chips. I remember that was a thing. You couldn't walk in there. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Al, what was I going to say? Uh, this is great. We don't want to keep uh, you too long here, and um, we always learn a lot from you and um some inside some insight uh there was one other thing i was oh by the way you're going to be coming over the house to to uh do an interview on an inside of you with michael rosenbaum you and and miles oh oh sweet yeah i'm gonna have them talk about uh wednesday and talk about smallville and talk about all the things they're doing wow absolutely well i can't wait wait. yeah well give miles our love and thank you for answering our questions no problem good to talk to you both bye take care See you. Bye. Bye, I love you. Love you. Other members of the Kawachi tribe arrive. Joseph thanks Clark for being there for Kyla and gives her gives him her bracelet, the same one that is supposed to belong to Naman's true love. Lex then arrives at the job site and tells Lionel that the state has declared the caves as historic artifacts and is purchasing the land from Lionel at three cents on the dollar of his initial investment. The episode ends in Clark's loft as Lana comes to pay her respect for Kyla's death. It's apparent that Lana is distraught and she reveals to Clark what Whitney's mother called to her. Uh, to tell her that he is missing in action. That I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. That was emotional. Yeah. You just found out your dad's alive, and then she's like, it just hasn't. And I was like, what? What is she talking about? And it's uh, really horrible news. Reaction was like, I don't, I, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to hug you. That's all you could do. Mm-hmm. That was really good. That was really good. So there were some good moments. Thank um, you. you know, when 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 Al discusses or articulates to us how, how the caves you know, were visited by the Kryptonians many moons ago. It all makes sense. We were sort of insinuating that earlier and we were thinking that. I just wonder if it translated to the audience. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know this. How, when you guys watched it, is, uh, are all these things new to you that you're hearing that Al say? Or is it something that you're like, what is going on? I know that there's a parallel and they're telling the story, but <laughs> why are we here? I, I think there's part of me that's one foot in, one foot out of this kind of scenario. I, I it felt like this episode had a couple of things that needed to happen, and it was it's like a song that I mean you I don't know maybe this is true you come up with you come up with a riff and now the challenge is to find words that fit it or you come up with words and you and you're trying to get a riff to fit it or you you're putting a song together and you know where you want to go you just don't know how to get there so you put things in there just to bridge it somehow and sometimes it doesn't make a lot of sense but you just have to get from A to B and like you don't like yeah. that word yeah and filmmaking that's a little harder to for people to let go of but you know music they're like oh and what is he talking about it doesn't matter i like the music they're distracted so but you know whatever i understand that analogy interesting things to note not a whole lot clark invites pete to race him to miller's bend that's miles miller Uh uh-huh tamara feldman is a native millar's bend miller miller's bend her name his name is miles miller 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 there was a guy named bob lamar no I don't know. Fuck it. Who's, uh, whose dirt bikes were those? Who knows? Like, who, how would I know where that? Did, where did dirt they come from? Dirt bikes were those. No, in town. Like in small, in the town of Smallville. Maybe they're Pete. It's the Pete. Ross family owned them. Yeah? Yeah. You thought about that? Pete was a dirt, yeah. 
Yeah. Why are they riding dirt bikes? Why, I, I, why? Th- I don't know either. <laughs> but I just thought I'll let that go. It's when he dives into a cave. It's because and... we're the heyday of the X Games. Is that why? And uh, Travis I, Pastrana was all the rage. Jeez. I again. I am. I am. I'm. You know. I've been on. I'm on this fit right now where I just miss Pete. Like every episode, I just see when he shows up, and then I'm always like, "Where'd he go?" It's so much fun when he's there. Yeah. When you're breaking into places. Tamara Feldman is a native of Kansas, and her first credit as an actor is in this episode of Smallville. You know what? I will say this. I thought you did a great job for her first time. I really did. But I I definitely noticed that she was, you know, she was new. Like, I noticed that she, I didn't think this was her first job. I thought maybe this was her, like, fourth job, fifth job. Like, she had acted before, but I knew that she didn't have a lot of experience. I could tell there were certain scenes, but I think they got enough out of her, and I think she did a good job. But I could tell that she was definitely, you know, this was uh, the beginning for her, which I hope she went on to do tons of great stuff. Kyla goes stargazing in his loft she points out a star which is now missing this is a reference to Rao as it was destroyed as part of clark's origin story i didn't get that connection thanks for pointing that out bryce just capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good companies like bank of america which just earned the just capital seal bank of america is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like sharing success which awarded 97 percent of their teammates additional compensation nearly all in stock this is the program's seventh consecutive year awarding more than 4.8 billion dollars in total visit justcapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business furnished by just capital what companies would you want to work for just capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. This is the. These are the top-tier patrons. We're going to go to Garrett W. first. Um, patreon.com slash talkville here's your question grant garrett talkville hat nice hi there this is garrett uh, from wisconsin and my question is for the episode skinwalker michael and tom do you remember the legend of naman and sagith from rewatching this and ryan would you consider yourself more of a naman or a sagith thanks guys do you guys remember this legend storyline and ryan uh are you more of a naman or a sagith I don't understand the question. Naman is like the guy who's destined to have these powers and like a Superman like Tom oh. and Sagith is kind of the bad one, right? Oh, jeez. He asked Ryan specifically. Damn well, because I, I didn't understand. <laughs> You'd say Naman probably. I would hope Naman. Hoping, yeah. Yeah. Bob K. All right, Garrett. Thank you for being a top tier patron supporting the podcast. Means a ton to us. Thanks for the short question. Jeez. Nice job, Bob. Guys, Bob from New York here. My question has to do with the dog slash wolf he seemed pretty vicious at a few moments there uh but to tell the truth he was probably a sweetheart that was just very well trained uh so what's the story on that dog first of all <laughs> bob i'm from new york and i can just tell you from the east coast and i love your accent it's hilarious it's not hilarious it's just like you, t- you sound like you know you're a tough guy you're like look here, here's the deal how was the wolf on set was it an, you know was it a, 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 an aggressive dog or was it a, you know, I love your accent. So they're like, just like, you know, I like it, man. Nice job. Um, I didn't work with the wolf. Tom? Um, I, what I remembered about the wolf was it was very, it was big. It, it was a wolf. I mean, and you don't see, if, if you've ever been with a wolf, it's, uh, they're a lot bigger than you even think they are. And you don't play with, 
with the dog on set. They don't, you know, the dog is trained and it's, um, it's only supposed to listen to the master. They don't, a lot of times with dogs on set, they don't feed them for a long time, like maybe a day or two before they get to set. So they pay attention to their trainer. Um, and I remember just being like, wow, that's really cool. I'm not in this scene. All right, cool. I'm going to F off. <laughs> you know, um, that's what you- yeah, Bob, thanks for that uh, question. And uh, I love that accent. It makes me miss home. My he- grandmother and my family all from New York. Yeah, I got the New York He accent. sounds like my old, my old but- soccer coach sounded exactly like I that. That's what I was it. like. Bob, <laughs> keep calling from us. Long Island. Here's uh, Lana yeah. W. Hey, guys. It's Lana rhymes with banana W from Bakersfield, California. I was just wondering where the idea of the caves and all the symbols, is it in the comic books perhaps? Because it never quite made sense with the whole Superman to be thing. Love you guys. Love Talkville. Have a great week. Keep up the good work and I'll see you next week. Um, You know what? I will say I'll pretty much answer that question for you. As f- that's about the extent of what we know. And Al just, so sorry, we don't have more of an answer, but that was Al's. But uh, thank you, Lana, Banana Lana. Uh, this is Kyla. This is Kyla. Her name is Kyla. That's who she's, she says she's Kyla. What if it was actually Kyla? <laughs> Hi, my name is Kyla. Yes, my real name. I am from Washington State. Do you feel Kyla could have been a more valuable asset to the storyline of Clark's journey, or did she meet a timely end? Thank you. Oh, you know, Al answered that one as well. I asked that question, um, and maybe it was because of you, Kyla. But honestly, it could have been interesting to have her on for a few more episodes. It, 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 but it couldn't have just been a continuation. They would have had to go, they would have to break this whole story out. Because once you find out who Clark is, then what? Now they run around together as like keep crusaders. If you you know what I mean, like it, it, she couldn't have just been in the following episode. It would have had to be a broader storyline. I, I don't know if I agree with it. I mean, look, he's a creator, but like looking at it, I think like this the show works when these characters are sort of intertwined and their stories kind of run into each other and when we start drifting away from the character development of all these characters that we've come to love through the first season and we're now in a you know in this this different story and the it just if you stay you know if it was you and kyla that would mean it'd be less of you and lana and all of a sudden it starts a new character and what's going on and um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it would have worked. They would have. What they could have done is maybe some version of it wasn't. It was actually her father who who kill who dies and and we just you know we just elongate the story a little bit and she can stick around and give a little tension to the Clark Lana. That could have been it. Yeah. Hey, this is Audra from Louisiana. I noticed that it was directed by a female director, Marita. She also directed one of my favorite episodes in season three, Relic. And I was just wondering if you guys, especially Tom, noticed the difference when she would direct. She's kind of known for doing like romance novel, uh, romance movies. I think she directed an episode down the road where it was the 1950s and Clark and Lana have like they got oh oh yeah that's what Al was talking about that Jorel comes down and falls in love with somebody who's identical like basically Lana I, and and I think this director directed that one I remember her just being lovely um there is a little bit of a difference on set I guess because there's not so much maybe you know fist pumping and stuff maybe I don't know I just remember her being very kind and very sensitive to to the heart of the story did she in, wear in the did, best did way she, do you remember her I think she put on a bald cap a Lex bald cap for 
Oh, that that's her. Yeah, that's right. Man, I liked working with her. She has such a great energy, and I think she did a really good job. Yeah, Tom, you're right. Does she she direct, uh, directed that episode in season three, episode six? It says. Hi guys, this is Bree from Portland, Oregon. It's one of my favorite episodes of season two. How familiar were you both with the Superman mythology? And did you understand at that point in the series how important these caves would be in the rest of the series? No. Didn't, didn't, I didn't realize it. I honestly didn't. And hearing Al talk about it, that's why I sort of thought like, I wonder how many people really thought this. Um, and I think it was a really good idea and the intention was good and it was cool mythologically. However, I'm not sure it was a boom, this storyline hit a home run. I thought it was like, okay, I'm ready for this storyline to end, but maybe, maybe just maybe, like he says, as we get to Rosetta, maybe this will come full circle and we'll appreciate it more now that we've started it. Maybe it just takes a minute to get used to this world and maybe it will, you know, we'll explore it and, and like it more. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm optimistic. Well, yeah, it was just a little awkward getting into it because of the, the yeah. motorcycle fall. But I think I, I see what I was, what they were going for with Clark getting interested in his past. And this is sort of an interesting tie into like the mythology of Smallville. Also. Yeah, the, the, like execution, like yeah. the execution was awful, just awful. There's no reason why we should have had them riding bikes. He jumps, falls through the ground into a, into the cave where we're now going to be for the next year. It's like, it should have been something where, like he falls, something happens. He sees something else that triggers this and opens a door to whatever that he was, or he see, maybe he uses his x-ray vision. He sees something that sparks his interest. He pulls it open with the strength and it reveals this or whatever. And it's hidden. I don't know. You could have had them, you could have had them riding bikes at night and Clark goes left and Pete goes right. And then he falls in there and he somehow Clark's unconscious and it's not till the next day he's found. And I don't know. There's, I want to, but I have another, I have another question. Is mythologically a word? Yeah. Yeah. Mythologically. I don't know. I just said it. I'd never used it before, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, here's John. Let's see, John. Hi, John. I have a Dr. John. Works on my back, John. Hi, this is John in Seattle, Washington. When Lionel is attacked by the wolf, do y'all think this is the first hint that Lionel isn't blind anymore? Ah, we talked about that too. Um, the blind thing. I mean, you heard Al he says we want the people to think: Is he blind? Is he not blind? Throughout the series, so you know, Tom was right early on. I didn't. I didn't know, but I think you know there was kind of that ambiguous sort of: Is he? Is he not? So I wonder if they even told John that because maybe you just don't even tell John that. Yeah, I wonder. John's so gifted, though he probably did it on his own. He probably made his own. Hello, Sherry from Virginia. Was it a real wolf or a CGI? Thanks. Damn it, it looks so real. How could it be CGI? I thought it was real. There's no way they can make that CGI then. If I if I remember I I thought it looked like when the when the when the wolf jumped out of the window. It looked to me like the actual breaking glass may have been added after the fact. I don't think they made that wolf go through even a candy glass window. <laughs> Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. 
That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. Last question is in an international, our friend from France, this is Brandy. I thought Kyle and Clark being portrayed as an epic romance was a bit absurd after knowing each other a few days. What did you guys think? I liked it. I, I liked what she said. It, I, when he finally tells her, or she gets it, and the, the way she reacts is the way Clark has always wanted someone to react. And she says, I know because I, I know what it feels like to be different. I thought that Clark's been yearning for this sort of thing a long time. And he says, it's a, it's a whole different feeling when, some, when you like someone and they like you back for who you are. I agree with you. And I also think that, uh, I think that her infatuation with him make made sense because she thinks he's sort of the savior, the, this is who she's destined to, you know, this guy is destined to save the world. And this is who she's been waiting for. And her, her people have been waiting for, she's enamored. She's got this, like, I finally found this. And this is my, um, Adonis in blue jeans, <laughs> you know, um, I, I don't know. Um, I went for it. Rosenbaum rating. <laughs> that a country song, Adonis in blue jeans. There is a song that says that. I think it's a good country line. You like that? Yeah. Adonis in blue jeans. I think it was a song. It was like, um, so, oh yeah. You know what it was? Adonis in blue. I don't know what it was. Um, Rosenbaum rating. We're going to go with, we're going to go with Ryan. With me? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I mean, there are parts of it that are absurd. Um, but I am still going to give it 1.5. That's incredible. I'm going 1.5. That's incredible. Um, okay. You know, real quick, it just occurred to me. There's no kryptonite in this episode. There could have been kryptonite in the cave or anywhere. Thank God. That's a positive. Um, I'm going to give it a one. I just, I just, it was, it was fine. Well, by the way, you say fine. One, one's a good Score one, it means yeah. you enjoyed it. Yeah. One and a half means you really it. enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. A half rose is like, mm, I enjoyed it. You know, it was it was better than in the middle. It was, and I'm going to give it that. I'm going to give it a, little, a half a rose, which is a lot better than my two bombs from last week. <laughs> um, I think we're circling around the same thing. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's good. Death and save count. Two people died. Kyla Willebrook killed a Luther Corp uh, employee and later kills and, and later... She kills herself, kind of, by jumping through the window inadvertently. Uh, one saved, Clark saved Lionel. Through 10 episodes in season two, 12 dead, 17 saved, series 42 dead, 52 saved. And now Ryan's favorite scene. <laughs> uh, my three scenes are the cold open, uh, the scene with, <laughs> with with Lionel working out, and number three is the uh, the wolf showdown uh with Lionel and his scotch. Wait, you didn't pick Lex and Clark in the caves looking at all the, all, I would have thought that was going to be one of yours. Okay. I didn't. And I think that's why hmm. I, I must Go have ahead. misunderstood the, uh, the right. cave painting part. Go ahead, Tom. What do you pick? Uh, number two. I think you liked watching Lionel work it out. <laughs> I like the third one, Lionel with the wolf. Uh, no, I liked, I liked the, the cold open. I thought that was fun and exciting. I liked the wolf part. <laughs> I thought you hated the opening. No, I liked it. Did, did I give that off? <sighs> yeah. Didn't you feel that way, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, you were like, where'd they get the bo- where they get the motorcycles? That was like your biggest complaint. That was not the cold open. No, the cold open is the the wolf showdown, like the guy and the the just oh, the foreman. Oh the- yeah, we weren't paying attention. What are you drinking out of? Oh yeah, what is that, no. Tom? What are you drinking out of? 
This is yours. It's a. It's like an energy drink, but it's your cup. Oh, it's an inside oh, nice. you mug. You can get those on the inside you online keeps it, store. Keeps it cold. Yeah. No, I liked the wolf. I thought that was a fun opening, and I was. I was in. I like. It ended with an explosion. I was in. It was great. Yeah. It was fun. Shoot, I would have picked that if I. I thought you were talking about the motorcycles. No. Or the whatever dirt bikes. Darn it. All right. All right. Well, look, guys, um, that was it was fun. We had Al Goff here. Um, we had some good conversations. There were some good moments in this episode. We had some thoughts, some great questions on the hotline from you guys. And uh, that's it for the episode. Stick around next week as we have an extremely special guest. And we talk about season two, episode 11, Visage or Visage. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> Are you going to get a visage before you watch it? Visage. Visage. Mm. It's Visage. A person's face with reference to the form of proportions of the features. Visage. You guys are wrong. And let's take the discussion online. Let us know your thoughts on the episode over on our socials at Talkville Podcast, at Talkville Pod. You know how important it is. Write a review. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Go to TalkvillePodcast.com. Get some cool merch, some cool artwork signed by me and Tom. There's only like 15 left or less of the uh, those signed ones. And um, Patreon.com, Patreon.com slash Talkville to uh, support us more and keep this podcast going. Um, we love doing this. We love you guys. If you want more info like merch from the show on our hotline number, blah, 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 you can find all that in the description anywhere you listen to podcasts and mostly on YouTube. And um, wow, I guess that's it. I guess there's only one thing to say. Always hold on to Smallville. Thanks, guys, for listening and watching. and. Um, supporting us tommy good seeing you buddy thank you good to see you thanks ryan yeah thanks guys all right see you all right these are our lovable patrons top tier patrons who really give back to the show and couldn't do it without you patreon.com slash talk we shout out your names every show and there's other perks and fun and we really love you and thank you um so tom take it away let's do it let's read out these all shout right. outs we got Nikki G, Leanne P, Raj C, Janine R, Santiago M, Leah S, Little Lisa, Thomas the Leaf Blower, mm. Sophie M, Betsy D, Betsy. Liliana, Liliana A, you got her? Abhi P, Michael P. H, Ray H, Karen Apple M, Danielle B, and 99 more. I'm not going to say the next one. Lalani. La, 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 I Rhymes love with you. Lonnie N, Brett G, always hold on to Smallville, Esteban G, DJ Canto, Garrett W, Kimberly L, Justin S, Tom N, Tony V, Rodolfo V, Jason W, Osama A, Liana, rhymes with banana W, Nancy D, well, girl, Brian G, Justin T, and Lucy O, Amanda R, Teddy127, Michael P, Ryan R, Grumpy Itis, Jordan M, Hillary B, Craig G, Christy R. Wow, you only took like one breath that whole time. Pollyanna, Karen P, Derek G, Jor L, Richard S, Heather and Greg, Nico P, I made Talkville say bus. Brian H, Eric K, Clark's mom, Martha, Kristen B, Takashi M, Kevin E, Nanin W, Stephanie K, Darth, Achilles, Finky, Tito G, Mickey T, Stephen F, damn, who's that? Jeanette E. Deadvid, Allison H, General Zod, Theodore, Lucian, Lucian, formerly Krog. Krog? The Daily Planet goes to 11. Erichelis? Erichelis. Erichelis are. Erichelis are. Big D, John Glover's Luscious Maine, Doug R, Tommy Z, Boston 68, Isabel, Sager S, Corey L, Ivy and Sam, hi. Mr. Home Arcade, Cal T, Amanda K, Jessica C, Lumberjack, Claire M, fourth favorite character underscore. 
Zoe, Scott S, D Brown, Joshua W, Alice Be Kind, please rewind, Karenira M, hi Karenira M, Eldon Supremo, Sarah Q2, Leslie V, Tatiana S, Robert G, Natalia G, Julie Jules, that's one I with Julie, McBurts, Ginger, Moose, Leslie and Jordan, Oleg G, Christoph S, Katie B, Michelle M, and Drew. There you go. Thanks, Those Drew. are the top tiers. Thanks, I love Drew. reading off all these names. Thank you guys for all the love. Tom? Thank you so much. Helping out a lot. 